It's here, the first Ghostbusters interdimensional cross-rip t-shirt, featuring front art by Dapper Dan Shonen. Wear your support for the podcast with pride. Proceeds from sales will go to keeping the lights on and not to putting beer in our stomachs. Men's and women's styles are available. Visit GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to buy yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, CrossRip listeners, and welcome to the show for the week of November 6th, 2017. Yes, we had a full intention of coming to you guys with a news episode that was packed with a whole lot of things, but unfortunately, uh, what we ended up doing was talking about two topics this week. We're going to be talking about the Innovos announcement, about a special proton pack that's on the way. We're also going to talk about that Ackroyd interview where he said that he wanted to picture the Ghostbusters as high school kids from Netflix. Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key master? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. I think these people are completely nuts. Woo! And it turned out, of course, there are companies out there that all they do is supply materials for... Uh, theatrical productions so if you're putting on a Broadway play and you need you know meter tall fabric that can either reflect a front projected or a rear projected uh, image they they have it and you can buy it the same way you buy you know bolts of cloth at the you know the dress sew or whatever Uh, fabric world I don't even remember yeah there is a fabric world isn't there yeah anyways so I, many months back, in an unusual amount of early prep on my part, because usually I get these ideas and there's no time to put them together, <laughs> I ordered this stuff and it came. Um, I ordered online pretty um, pretty strong magnets that you get in these pairs and they have holes in the middle. So they're actually made perfect for screwing into say the frame around somebody's garage door oh, and then okay. i okay. use them to to snap hold the, uh, the, the the material into place and uh yeah uh, from inside the garage rear projected old halloween cartoons oh uh, that's cool and i'm on the end of a row of townhouses so we have a little bit of a um uh what would you call it there garden space yeah, like um, a public space, public area or something. Yeah. It, no, actually, technically, the, I think part that part of it is ours. Oh, but, uh, okay. Uh, there's a little bit, but it, it, it then moves into a larger public that's right adjacent to it. Let's put it this way. The the groundskeepers that tend to the, the, the estate, they take care of the upper one and don't bother with ours. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's why I know that that fits mine. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> but all the flowers are dead, but it's this cute little <laughs> hill of of you know where normally flowers and all it, it was perfect for making this tiny little graveyard nice and uh, uh walmart or no spirit halloween this year was selling um uh broken lights have you seen these Mm-mm. so they're standard light bulb uh socket screw-ins uh but it's a plastic uh bulb and inside is a more um a more advanced uh, LED bulb because what it has is you plug it in and it lights up. It's LED. It's at least as bright as anything else you put in there. But there's a switch at the base, and if you flick it, an interrupter kicks in, and the, the light will flicker. Oh, like, like that's the cool. Movie. Yeah, 
had that going. <laughs> um, no, but the, the 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 big thing I was gunning for was um, yeah, this 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 theater thing, and it worked a treat. It wasn't terribly fancy on the outside. Like I was kind of thinking, like, should I? You know, build stuff around it and all yeah. that, but I was like, I don't even know if it's going to work or if anybody's going to like it or what. You can expand upon it next year, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's, I've already started making notes, but it, it, it worked. It worked beautifully. Uh, if you're a child under five, uh, it's much as a a moth to a light bulb <laughs> or a bonfire, <laughs> because they would walk up, they'd get halfway to me sitting there with the bowl of candy, and then see the thing and just yeah. and just and, yeah, zone out, yeah. <laughs> parents are at the end of the driveway going come on are you okay stop watching get your candy honey <laughs> we got places to go come on come on <laughs> uh but the kids you know the parents weren't irate or anything they thought it was neat too mostly because i was showing stuff that kids won't see uh, anymore so yeah. i had the i had the the skeleton dance silly symphonies yeah. and all that yeah. Um, I found Garfield's uh, Halloween special. One of my favorites, yeah. Oh, with that song, which I actually believe I put on you the You put mix. it on the mixtape, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, what else did I have? No Ghostbuster oh, um, stuff, though. Did you put any real Ghostbusters or no? Probably not, huh? You kept, um, it, you kept it to the classics? No, no, I, I want to. What it came down to was a time thing. Ah, uh, yeah. This was one of the things that I didn't anticipate properly was I was getting close and I was like, do I build a playlist? And I was like, well, no, if I have a playlist, I've got, you know, all the junk on the front or back. Like, since people are walking by and there for maybe a minute or yeah. two tops, I can't I can't have filler moments or transitional bits or anything. It's like, I really kind of got to. You know, keep it as Just tight let as it possible. Go. Yeah. So I thought, in the end, I'll edit the file together. Uh, the trick is, is that for whatever reason, I have to try the other editor. I have, um, it's a it's a Sony editor, uh, video editor. And oh, I have the older yeah. version and the yeah, and I have the called? last most re- um, movie studio something. Anyways, um. And it's now even called something else. But what I had was the last two versions. And the one seems to render out really quick and efficiently. The second one, they tried to make it, like, super, like, they just assumed that you weren't going to be doing much more than burning it onto a DVD or something. Because they took away all of the, what we'd call the more advanced rendering options. Yeah, so you can't export to certain file formats and stuff. Yeah, it used to be way more file formats and way more fiddle, you know. So this time I'm like trying to render it out and I was like, I don't know, I'll do it. It's an hour and a half long. I finally put one together an hour and a half long. It's like if I put that on and put it on a loop, yeah, that'll cover, you know, it'll probably play twice and that'll be fine. Yeah, like that'll yeah. Be, that'll and be. That, that takes a long time to export and yeah, render it does. out. And, and, yeah. and not only that, at certain formats, they were like, that'll be 30 gigs. I'm like, <laughs> you're stupid. Why are you doing this? So, and yeah, it took, it took forever to render out. So this time I'm like, well, between now and Halloween, I'm just going to start. That's an on and off project. I'm just going to build a nice three hour. Yeah, do like chunk a mega mix. Yeah. Yeah. And the Ghostbusters will be in there, definitely. The thing I also went with this year is because was, this was the first year, I went with everything that was really minimally uh, 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 traumatic to children. 
Does that make any sense? Like I didn't yeah, have you a lot of scar time. children for life uh, with your garage yeah. door. Yeah, it, <laughs> I didn't have a. Oh, that's one to to try to explain to a therapist later on. I have this image of a giant door <laughs> and skeletons dancing. And skeletons. Um, really, curating takes time, right? Like you know, putting together the mixtape takes time. Like you have to stop and think about these things. So even though. You know, it's only an hour and a half worth of video. You kind of go, I have to go through everything and go, where do, what do I, do I pull stuff out? What do I pull out? Like I ran bits of Mad Monster Party. Yeah, And there's a nice. perfect example of all the monster stuff looks great, but there's a lot of bit on the boat or at the beginning uh, with uh, what's his name, you know, who's the normal human bit. Right, like, yeah. If, if some kid walks up and this is what's going on right now, it means it does not say Halloween to anybody. <laughs> so I cut all those bits out so it was nothing but monsters dancing and having a food fight and all that. It's great. That's <laughs> Yeah, perfect. that's what you need. So I'll go through it. I'll think up the, uh, you know, uh, definitely, I think basically uh, chunks of the two uh, uh, Halloween-specific Ghostbusters are probably a good one to put yeah. in there. Yeah, I think good. it'll ultimately be animated too. I was thinking about it and it's like the live action stuff, I don't know. Well, what you could do is uh, show show the animated stuff during uh, trick or treat hours. Then welcome all of the parents back after the kids go to sleep and do an <laughs> outdoor movie. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> maybe show a little um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein uh, after yeah, all the kids see, go. And, yeah. Oh yeah, see, I, that's where I may try to put some back in. Is if I can find good bits of old black and white. Uh, horror stuff as well yeah. but uh, then to wrap things up we we got to about eight and it had slowed down like this is the thing like at our old place it was an open neighborhood so basically the kids could just keep coming for quite some time whereas um uh there's somebody in there they messaged there's a, a social page for the uh the complex and they were reminding everybody to come over to this one particular part because they'd be letting off fireworks. And the guy was like, we spent $1,500 on fireworks Whoa, this year. I'm like, holy geez. crap. All right. Um, so yeah, it gets to about eight and the kids are all gone. Cause they're, cause that's it. Like the, like literally as a child, you can walk through this complex have a stuffed bag having never left the area. Yeah. And if you do it the particular way, you just walk over and then watch a bunch of fireworks, go home, stuff your face full of candy, <laughs> vibrate a bit, and go to sleep, right? Yeah. Like, Try to sleep, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> um, and that's, uh, that's what it is. It was a very intense Oh, man, that's so cool. Halloween night. Yeah. And uh, we did talk about this before, the weather held. Oh, good. It did get, it got overcast in the evening and a little cooler because it is, as of tonight, now raining. Today was pretty okay. Well, but you need, you want but, that for Halloween. You want it to be kind of overcast and dreary and. Um, yes, no, maybe. I right. mean, it's dark, right? So. Well, yeah. A clear, but... a clear, clear nights are pretty good on Halloween, too. But. Uh, yeah. Um, nothing knocked off the leaves too badly. So the trees were still kind of half and half nice. ground covered in colorful leaves. It had not rained in the days before. So the leaves were dry and blowing around. Like it was, yeah, it was, it was what that, I was hoping for yeah. last week. Sounds idyllic. That's like, yeah. you know, here in Los Angeles, it was, uh, 72 degrees. They're playing baseball. Uh, you know, yeah, well. <laughs> I'm <laughs> very different, very, very different, different in LA. 
Yeah. So uh, well, yeah. Uh, post Happy Halloween, everybody. Well, yeah. Was, uh, happy. I happy hope Halloween. everybody had a good one as I did. Yeah. It sounded like you had the you had the eventful Halloween. We had the like eh, passed out some candy and then had to watch the last two episodes of Stranger Things because you know we had had to. It was must. I can't believe we waited <laughs> that long to finish it out. Honestly. Well, I saw in your rundown we may have a problem because I haven't watched any of it. Oh, yet. okay. All right. So we'll save that then. We'll we may have to roundtable it later. Uh, I know people are still shotgunning through it, so maybe a two weeks to. Yeah, we'll give you guys some time because I know together. I I had just barely finished uh, Stranger Things season two as uh, as we're recording, and <laughs> I know other people are. We were talking about it at work today, and I had a, a guy. We, we sit in like a bullpen area and we were talking about it in non-spoiler terms, just like, uh, what, do you, what did you think? Just 50,000 foot view on things. And he even got up and he's like, I don't even want to hear this. I got to go by. Like, everybody's <laughs> just desperately trying to avoid spoilers. So yeah, we'll, we'll give you guys some space. I thought we could you, talk about it this episode, but we have plenty of other stuff to talk we about. We have other so. stuff and we, we can actually speak to a couple of stranger things. Things. Yes. Yeah, related. Strange. Some peripheral stranger things i guess stranger some, things some slightly less strange stranger things <laughs> yeah straight stranger things just sorry bad Sl- i don't know slightly le- slightly less strange stranger things <laughs> things there we go <laughs> we can we can definitely talk of those things but before we do uh real quick you mentioned uh you found a book and i'm curious if you're drinking a who you're gonna call at the moment <laughs> a, it wasn't a book. It was a uh, it was a link. Oh, it was a link. Oh, okay. I thought it was a book that beat us to the punch, and I was like, ah. Oh no no man. no 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 no. Or uh, is it? Maybe I don't know. Uh, I I didn't care that so much. All I know is that I went like I was. I do what I do sometimes. When I'm like, they mention Ghostbusters. Like it's like <laughs> spooky. This it's like you better mention Ghostbusters, and I, that's all I do is I look for Ghostbusters. And yeah, they had a, a series of Halloween cocktails. And uh, one of them was called "Who You Gonna Call?" Uh, to answer your question, no, I am not drinking one. Uh, that's twofold. One, after this Halloween rush of things, I am very tired. Uh, amen. Uh, yes. A- yeah. Alcohol, not a good idea right now because I will pass out halfway through the episode. Uh, two, I looked at the list. It's not stuff that I have lying around. Oh. Like to have this drink. I'm gonna have to go drop fifty bucks on uh, like, like orange liqueur, oh, agave. Yeah. I'm like, that's a uh, commitment. I, that's yeah, yeah. That's a I'd like to and will at some point, but for for tonight where I don't even know if I'm gonna like it. Like I don't want to drop fifty bucks. Yeah, and, save that. For you know what I mean? Time. Like for relaxing it, times. Save it your, is. Who it gonna it call. is. Uh, I'm gonna write it into the Christmas budget. Okay. I will. I will insert <laughs> these things as a writer. Into the Christmas alcohol yeah, that uh, budget good. to the, al- the the government alcohol requisition budget. <laughs> I will add the Secret Studio North Rider to get these nonsense liqueurs, aperitifs, and spirits, and then I will attempt to make a who you gonna call. Well, and then you'll have enough to keep you. Uh, supplied for quite a, I mean we do that too we do the Trader Vic's Mai Tais <laughs> and it's all such yeah. specific things that that's the only thing you can use it for so know. you know exactly. it'll tide you over for the next year or so but, exactly uh, alright well so save or we'll I save just that. have to drink just drink a lot of, well that's the other reason to do it at Christmas because then there's a bit more room to <laughs> wake up who are you going to call <laughs> lunchtime who are you going to call <laughs> Dinner time. Got to put together a bike for Thomas for tomorrow. Who are you going to call? 
That is gonna Thud. watch the the Bill Murray Christmas special one more time. Go to bed. Um, I love yeah, so, it. I love it. All right, I'll, I'll keep you in the loop. All right, sounds good. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here. If you want to turn your head, multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, so here we are into talking of the semi stranger, strange things, strange, strange stranger things. I don't know. I, I, I'm almost debating. Do we even talk about this? I guess we should talk about. It. Everybody else is talking about this, so I guess we should talk about this. Uh, I think it should be addressed, if only that it is yet another instance where I am mad at the internet uh, news website. Oh, okay, this is great. Yeah, because I, I was wondering if you and I should get into that. So let's let's give everybody a primer here at the. Stranger Things sneaker event that we talked about on last week's podcast. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, of course, was there promoting uh, promoting the brand. He's he is one of the two gatekeepers of Ghost Core. He and Ivan, you know, Ivan shows up to events. Dan shows up to events. Uh, it, it's it's what they do. They're out there as sort of ambassadors, so to speak. So anyway, so they're at the the sneaker event, and of course the press is there, and of course they're taking photos and TMZ and all that that jazz. It's it's Los Angeles, so it happens no matter where you go. You go to Mr. Chow's for Chinese food, TMZ is always waiting there. They don't care who's inside. They want to talk to somebody. So anyway, uh, of course, Dan being the opportunist that he is, um, and, and I know fans that have attended events have seen this happen firsthand, he will put on a show, you know, he'll come out and he'll grab the sneaker and he'll step in front of everybody and be like, hello, everybody. We'd like to welcome you to our event. We're so proud to be here with Reebok and bait. And, uh, and, you know, he, he becomes the sort of uh, town crier and he loves that role. He loves to get out there and make a statement. And, uh, I, I think it was, was it the virtual reality event, Chris? I'm trying to remember where we saw him do that. He came out and he made a, a statement. We're like, Oh, Oh, uh, I guess he's giving a speech. Everybody clink, 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 clink. You know, the glasses are... So yeah. So anyway, uh, Dan does this at the sneaker event. And of course, within his speech, he's talking about things. And one of the reporters that was there on the scene decided to start treating it like a press conference and throwing questions at him. And they asked, as they always do, what's the future of Ghostbusters? And because he's there for Stranger Things and it's a Netflix event and... I don't, I mean, it's just, you, you always can latch on to Dan's train of thought. He said, well, I'd love to see a Netflix series with a group of high school kids as Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters high. We've, we've heard this before. He's kind of mentioned this in passing. So it's not, it wasn't like, oh my God, that's out of left field. You also made it like they just broadly said, what's for the future of Ghostbusters? Whereas... More specifically, they led him there. Oh, that's, they yeah, I guess that's said, true. What about something like Stranger Things? And they, and then he responded, "Yeah, I'd love to see it, like a Netflix series sort of thing." Yeah, so this is yeah. this is where I have to jump in, and I did get mad at the time. The AV Club was, uh, it, was it Cinema Blend or somebody reported well, it? So yeah, Cinema Blend was the one that reported it because it was the Cinema Blend guy that was there as one of the press guests at the the sneaker event. Yeah. So he was the one and who was throwing the questions he was, out there. He was the threw the questions around and he put it, and it's the bite that everybody loves, right? Dan Aykroyd wants. And actually, I think, and this is the other point I was mad about, is early on it was uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd can see a Netflix series. Right. And then by the end, it was being repeat re-reported from about, you know, three copies down the line as Dan Aykroyd wants. 
Yeah. What, yeah. So what started as him being uh, pro Ghostbusters at a Ghostbusters event, surprise, in which uh, it's paired with a about to to air TV show about kids dealing with the paranormal on Netflix. And then everybody got all shirty with him that he said, yeah, that's kind of cool. That'd be fun if it was Ghostbusters. Like, (laughs) not like he's like, I have a script or we're working on it now or I demand we have it or anything like that. But that's what it ended up at the end. This is what Dan wants. When anybody who's paid attention to Dan knows all Dan wants is more Ghostbusters. He does. It does not matter. doesn't matter to him. And so I got mad at that, and he was, and and the guy was really the AV club was the one that I got pissed off well, with because yeah. it turned into an editorial. Yeah, it turned into another backhanded chance to 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 bitch and moan about last year's movie, um, and then really went after Dan. Right, he was he basically opened with, "It seems like if you say the word Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd will appear to talk it up." It was like, no crap, Sherlock. He has an he has an office at the production company that that rides the license. Uh, it was his you know his earliest and biggest hit, and it's his enduring franchise. No, yeah, he's, he's talking invested up. in it right now. That's yeah, that's ridiculous to think otherwise. <laughs> Why would he not be there? Um, like, like you can either take it from the romantic of it's his baby and he'll shepherd it because that's part of it, or you can be cynical and say the restructuring of the deal between the principals and Sony means every time they you know. More more Ghostbusters means more money for him. Either way, it shouldn't be a surprise. And yeah. then, too, it was, and you led him there. So so to be at an event about kids, you know, on bikes fighting the paranormal uh, on Netflix, to be surprised that he then talks about the possibility of young Ghostbusters fighting the paranormal on Netflix, because he did that. Like, he's done that before. And this is the other thing that I get pissed off at people for. They're like, oh, yeah, just because Stranger Things is hot is like, do we not remember that um, uh, uh, Rick Moranis uh, mentioned uh, the idea of a a, (laughs) A a network television series? Like, it is a no-brainer. A serial version of this content is a no-brainer. A no-brainer to the point that the first place they were able to push it through and get it going was – the cartoon. Let's do a cartoon yeah. on serial form on television. It's like so. Anyways, I'm. You may not be able to tell. A little worked up over this topic. I was well, really yeah. kind, of, and and disappointed in the fans that just kind of went. Oh, Dan, the Dan. Yeah. It's like he gets to. He made it. <laughs> it's his thing, <laughs> and if he wants to be pro and then talk about it, like. <clears throat> Like, people kind of treat it like he's a daughter. And, oh, like, right down to the guys who are real jerks about it. It was like, hmm, probably drunk because he sells booze. It's like, oh. Come wow. on. Yeah. What I dislike is, and this is what boiled it out. I'm ranting. You can interject at any time, but I'm just going to keep <laughs> I'm letting ranting. you go, man. That's all right. What it occurred to me was, is, and I think this is an offshoot of the current uh, thinking. Like the internet and all that has shaped our our approach to things in a, like the same way that I'm a little disappointed that people get so <coughs> pardon me, we talked about this with Blade Runner. People get all persnickety, like they're ready to hate. Yeah. 
something yeah. or are really or are really willing to like be ready to be upset that it's something's let them down yeah I, we, have, it, we have another news item that we're about to talk about that it was surprising that that happened to me too but yeah sorry go on but no it's okay what this is i think another extension of it is that there's a group of us in the community fans of the community have reached an age that we all eventually hit which is we're grown-ups now we have a better sense of how the grown-up world works and we suddenly realized our heroes are just other grown-up people and we have their <laughs> faults and flaws yeah. and instead of us going oh they're human too and they do some things right and they do some things wrong some people and i like i said i think this is attached to why people get very upset about say certain movies getting made etc yeah some people they lash out at the people that were supposed to be their hero. It's like they're personally mad at them that they've discovered that the world is not a magical place, that work has to be done yeah. and mistakes can be made. And that's what a lot of the comments about Dan felt like was people being mad at him for what? For being just a guy who did his best in the world and do you know what I mean? Like it's Yeah, it's the people versus George Lucas. It's that exact uh here's the yeah. guy who created everything that you love and now you hate him because he's not his vision doesn't align with your vision and uh I mean and and granted this this Ghostbusters in high school and we can talk about that too, but it it could be a good idea. It could also not be a good idea. It could also have just been something that he's free associated as an idea at Ghost Corps. And, and it hasn't gone anywhere, but, you know, when no. they're in the writer's room and they're trying to figure out what the next steps are, and they're like, I don't know, maybe yeah. it's the Ghostbusters in high school or something. Um, I'd be disappointed if any uh, idea house dealing with a particular property doesn't have a wall somewhere covered with stick'em notes with uh, Sharpie on it written, Ghostbuster dogs. Uh, Ghostbuster robots, like they're just yeah, they're, look at the Ghostbusters the, babies thing, the Muppet exactly. babies thing, like the wall of random ideas to see what looks like a really good idea and run with it, like because yeah. this is and I like I said this is what I don't think people get is sometimes you just throw the net wide and see what works, right? Like and uh, anyway, so, yeah. so that's what disappointed me the most was. The fact that he's still here with us and promoting it and helping, you know, guide it and stuff like that. But people are mad at him for dreaming. Yeah. Like, it's well, like whatever. It's, yeah. Just, I mean, it, we, we love to compare stuff to Star Wars, so it's the easiest way to do it. But look at, you know, Dan's approach to this. Everybody's angry at him because he's. He, he's just he's trying to he's trying to do more ghostbusters he wants to no matter what the concept is he wants to make more of these and then you look at the Harrison Ford approach where people were mad at him because he wanted nothing to do with Star Wars he want, he didn't want to go to any of the conventions he didn't want to do any signings uh you bring up Star Wars on a talk show he'd give you an angry scowl and he'd tell you to move on you know and there's those are the two polar opposites and everybody's mad for one reason or another and it's just yeah you're yeah. you're right it's it's kind of frustrating but it's it's at a certain point this is almost all of us feel in some way i will say in all of us can do this stuff but it takes a lot of work yeah. But without putting any of that work in, a lot of us feel somehow we should be doing this stuff, which is not reality whatsoever. And so when we're ever presented with somebody that managed to knock one out of the park 
and they're still going on about it. There's this sense of, if I were you, that isn't how I'd do it. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. And the, the thing that they, the bit of, the last little bit of growing up that has to be done is some part of your brain has to go, but we're not them. Right. And we haven't done the work I'm yet. armchair and quarterbacking I, <laughs> right now. Yeah. I watch Hank Braxton constantly because he just released a movie. If anybody remembers Hank, uh, who yeah. did the Return of the Ghostbusters. Uh what Hank did way back when was impressively cute. And I don't mean that to be d- diminishing. Hank made a f- the first full-blown Ghostbusters fan film. And I mean full-blown in that he worked out effects, he had a script, he hired actors, okay? Yeah, yeah it, was, it wasn't it a bunch of 18-year-olds. Yeah. This is this is why people are like what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, he held auditions and he hired people over the age of 40 <laughs> to play parts, right? Like he put on a movie um and got it out there, and it was, it really set the bar high going ahead. Yeah. And then Hank kept going. Hank kept, like, finished school, kept working on stuff. He put out a couple of smaller movies, and now he's got one that's actually started. This is the one that will actually, um, you know, uh, if everything aligns, because, like, you know, hey, it's a capricious universe and all that, but I think it's fine. This is the kind of thing that people in Hollywood will see and let him take a next step up shot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They'll see that and, he has and, the capability of doing something for a cheap budget. And yeah. I, and we, I'll name drop it here because the, I love the day. Snake out a Compton. <laughs> <laughs> which I have to find and by all accounts is is good uh, is good good be movie fun but the point is again he's moved up this one this movie means he's moved up to the next level like he actually has um you know there's there's a a sizable cast in it um I'm trying to think if there's anybody's name there were the there's name. a couple of people in there there's a couple um, of names in there yeah the um He's, ah. Yeah, I'm looking it up while we're while we're talking because I can't remember who the actor was. I'm like, oh, good for you, Hank. You got him in that. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of names that are at this level of budget. They're the ones that are the name draw, and then he filled in around at younger actors and all that. And I'm looking at and and this is what set this off is I'm looking at Hank going, I like, and I think he had some some choice things to say about the movie last year, but he's the only one I let run on it because it's like, well, he's. <laughs> He's never said it outright, but I'm sure it's in the back of his head. He's the the one with the most serious shot gunning at it right sure. now, right? Like yeah. if in 10 years somebody decides to make a movie and or not a movie like a TV show or something. Uh you know, uh I don't know who the showrunner will be. If it's not him, I think it's a good shot that he'd be directing, like able to to be a, an episode director and all that. Like Hank's the only one that like, what's it take to make a movie in Hollywood? Uh, years of work. Uh, Hank started early, and he's a decade or so in. So yeah, and he's been working. I mean, he's been paying his dues. I know he was working on some sports shows uh, when he and I were on a hockey team together. And yeah, yeah he's he's been working hard at it. And uh, you know, it's it's a lot of armchair quarterbacking to keep coming back to it. You know, uh, yeah. so if if you if you think you can do it better, prove it. I guess is what I'm saying. Like, if, it you, to. if you've got a better idea, make it happen. So, um, and frankly, yeah. there is a <coughs> pardon me, there is a shortcut for some people too. In that, Sony has left the door open for people to make fan films. If you can pull together a, a, a tight fan film in some aspect, you know, maybe well written or maybe well shot or something, right? Do it. 
Yeah. Because guess they're what? They're not stopping you. Yeah. They're not stopping you, and they're watching. So <laughs> it's not exactly a bad idea. Yeah. You you have something that a lot of people don't, which is like you're a – I'll just randomly pick it out. You're a Back to the Future fan. Like what do you need to do if you want to get involved with Back to the Future? Just, right, like if you were like right now. It. Yeah, just, yeah, just make well, it just happen. just do it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no – I mean, theoretically, I guess you could make a fan. Actually, I've just undermined my entire argument here. That yes, go do it; it'll be fine. But uh, it's, I don't think Universal is watching quite the same way, like say Ghost Corps is watching, no. what fans yeah. are up to, and all that. But that, that was kind of my point. So. And that's uh, you know, I, I think a lot of the fans with Back to the Future are like, just leave it be, just leave it be. Except that's for the IDW too. comics, which are doing a wonderful job, just leave it be. <laughs> so, <laughs> or yeah. and this is the thing that's always left open too, and this is why a, a TV show is fine. Like sometimes when you translate these things, they're not necessarily part of what the movie universes were. So you can sort of like uh, the Lethal Weapon TV series. Not maybe maybe not the best example, but it was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, it can be yeah. something entirely different too. But, entirely uh, different. So uh, so and and if this Ghostbusters High School thing was to happen, maybe it's. Maybe it's almost an indirect cousin, like an evolution was to Ghostbusters, where it's a group of kids in high school against the paranormal. Maybe they're not quite Ghostbusters, but you know, then you're right. It's Stranger Things. Stranger. That's maybe why I love Stranger Things so much because it basically is Ghostbusters in high school. So you know, maybe yeah. it's a moot point after all of this too, especially now that. Ghost Core, Ghost Core is getting a special thanks in the first two episodes of of the credits of Stranger Things. So maybe this is their, this is their Ghostbusters in high school. You know, they've they're like, oh great, wonderful, we'll we'll help you guys out, we'll make this happen, and uh, that's that's uh, satiated Dan's appetite for Ghostbusters high, I guess. But um, <laughs> so I no. yeah, I don't know. I can't fault Dan for like I you're right. The no. AV Club thing just really annoyed me and and just made me feel it almost made me feel bad for dan like they were treating him as if he was some guy that just shows up to the opening of a post office to do ribbon cuttings and you know if the fee is right he'll be there and it's that's not quite what he's doing he's just trying to be an ambassador of this thing that he's created and i I can't fault him for that i would want to if i poured my heart and soul over the course of almost 40 years now into this thing of course I want to be at a sneaker opening. And of course, if, if this Stranger Things collaboration has been something that both he and Ivan and Eric and everybody at Ghost Corps has been really proud of, why yeah. wouldn't he be there? That is their party f- for them. It's almost like a, you know, when your friend's getting married, you throw them a bachelor party. That's the bachelor party for Stranger Things, so to speak. So, <laughs> so to speak. Well, yeah, my analogy was more like if you have a kid, Every, oh, you know, every little ceremony from graduating kindergarten up to, you know, post, you know, after they leave school or winning awards in the workplace, you're there for all of yeah, them if you can, yeah. right? You want to be in the crowd. Your kid. Going, That's my kid. So I know. And, uh, and I love Dan. I love his enthusiasm. Uh, and I love, you know, the, the best part about Dan is I love his crazy ideas because his crazy ideas yield the results of things that we've loved like Ghostbusters. And if there's somebody yep. that can take that and harness it into something that, you know, that, that can be like Harold Ramis was at Martha's Vineyard and say, Dan, I love that idea, but let's ground it in reality a little bit more. Let's walk it back so that we see them start the business. Let's let's do these steps first, and you go, oh my god, that's perfect. And that's yeah. You need somebody like that. You need that visionary like Dan is 
but then you also need that person to help sort of take that and put it into the bottle and figure out how it's going to taste. Yeah. You know, that's this is this is I, you know, Harold Ramis is the best. There's no way around it. Uh, but in his passing, more and more he keeps being shaped as some sort of saint to people. And what I don't like, and this is an example of it, is that people dismiss the fact that. Ghostbusters grew out of an idea in Dan's head. Right. The ultimate yeah. movie came about because Ivan Reitman, Harold Ramis, and Dan worked together to shape the vision. But it started in Dan's head, and the core was there. Plumber, you know, guys that are basically plumbers. Yeah, pa- paranormal in a, in janitors. A, paranormal that, janitors in a souped-up yeah. crazy car with gear on the roof and weird packs running around fighting ghosts. Now, his was a bit more over the top, you know, traveling through time and space and dimensions and it was in the future and all that. It didn't matter. The core was there. And yes, these other people then helped him shape it in. But then the flip side is, is they treat it like Harold could have birthed Ghostbusters on his own because he was the one that helped Dan ground. And it's like, well, no, there would, without Dan, there would have been nothing to ground. Harold's genius is yes shaping the idea but that doesn't necessarily mean he was going to make ghostbusters without dan there so this is why i'm upset it's like so this thing that we love started with this crazy ass idea in dan's head and now he's at a netflix event about kids fighting you know uh monsters and you're giving him crap for saying, yeah, it'd be cool if it was kids fighting monsters, but it had Ghostbusters stamped on it. I was like, that's a way more reasonable it, idea yeah. from Dan's head, right? That's like, a crazy-ass <laughs> idea. Dan Aykroyd has crazy-ass <laughs> ideas. Like, well, yeah, of course. That's, that's Did not you even see cr- nothing but that, trouble? If you let him go unfiltered, you end up with nothing but trouble. <laughs> that's, that's not even a crazy idea. <laughs> that's just him naturally transposing one thing two ghostbusters in his head yeah. and and fair is fair we all do the same thing like i don't know why we're giving him crap for doing <laughs> it the number of times i have caught people going like remember it happened when stranger things came out what was the first thing people started hyping uh, harping on the duffer brothers should do a ghostbusters that's been happening every time something cool we liked came yeah. along oh yeah hey who would you like to cast that list will change every year because that list will reflect who's you know front and center Chris Pratt was not on the list until about you know a few years ago right, right? like yeah, it just always think of how many times it, yeah it's just whatever we see and we go that's cool imagine if it was Ghostbusters we do the exact same thing we love to daydream that stuff but we're giving the guy who created a crap for doing the same thing not only like not even doing it not even doing it willfully he's at an event and a press guy asked him a question like a leading question and yeah. he just said yeah why it was a not yes or no but, question you were i didn't latch on to that until you said it but it was a yes or no question because even in the transcript that i put here in the rundown he says yes absolutely sure like he's he's responding to that question that was leading him in that direction and 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 then like yeah. i said the last cynical point to be made is it's a press event unless that guy said you know uh something horrific uh no, I'm too tired to think of something horrific, and if I did, I don't know if I'd want to share it. But if he had said, yeah, what about this horrible thing as Ghostbusters? Only then maybe Dan would go, no, yeah. I'm walking away now. Yeah, that's or Suicide don't, Squad, or, but Ghostbusters, no. <laughs> or, no, not even worse, right? Like, <laughs> Suicide Squad, Ghostbusters, Dan would, would have the neutral answer. Dan's, Dan's been at it a long time. 
So if this guy had said horrible, gross thing with Ghostbusters stamped on it, Dan would just keep on walking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's the non-response. That guy wouldn't even have a story. We wouldn't even be talking about this. If this guy had said something inane, Dan would have the neutral answer, which would amount to, yeah, because Ghostbusters is awesome. He wouldn't affirm it, but he, because we've seen, and I'm not pulling this out of my ass. We've seen Dan talk like this before. And, and like I said, people think he just talks off the top of his head. No, Dan's a smart enough guy to know how to respond to these things. And in yeah. this case, the guy said something that sounds kind of cool because guess what? It's a cool enough idea that, you know, the first two episodes of, you know, a hot Netflix series is kind of that idea right now. And yeah, he went, yeah, that would be cool, wouldn't it? But by the end, it turned into, well, look at that crazy old guy saying <laughs> we should do this. It's like, yeah. uh, I some days I don't want to turn on the computer. <laughs> like, I hear you. I hear you. Well, and uh, so uh, here, here's I'm the thing that I wasn't. Fist. You he shakes his it, fist. And this is something I'm like, I don't even know if we're going to talk about it. It was just a bullet point on the rundown. But um, that was 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes, but it also, it's kind of a good lead into something, something that also happened uh, on Halloween evening, uh, which was quite a surprise. We were not expecting anything on Halloween evening. Um, And I saw this again, as we were passing out the candy and I was like, oh my God, that's, that's awesome. And I quickly posted it up there and, and, and didn't think anything of it. I didn't think that it was going to cause this backlash fervor that it's caused, but let's, let's talk about the good stuff first and then maybe we can. continue to rant and vent about certain things. But so Anovos made a surprise announcement on Halloween night. Uh, it was a video announcement with Sean Bishop and, and Vincent Nordone, uh, Vinny, Vin, as we've all come to know him. But um, they've been given access to the Spangler Hero Pack from Ghostbusters 2. Um, from, from Sony Props, this is something that has been in the works with Sony and Ghost Core uh, for what seems like a little bit now. And they have gotten the permission from Sony to take all new molds of this pack of every single piece of it and to sit there and take precise measurements, you know, uh, down to every tiny detail to quite literally give fans the opportunity to purchase a screen used replica of a Spangler pack that it, it this is as accurate in theory as one will possibly get to being able to buy a screen used proton pack. Um yeah. And of course, it's probably going to cost an arm and a leg, obviously, because it it sounds like it's going to be assembled and it's going to have lights and sounds and um, <laughs> yes, but it will cost it won't cost ten times an arm and a leg, no. which it would, is what it would take to buy an actual screen used. Yeah, exactly. If you were uh, if you were at auction at like Prop Store of London or something trying to buy one of these things, it will go for more than the Murray jumpsuit went for, but. Um, so anyway, so this, this, uh, comes on the heels of their, uh, Anovos kits, which were delayed slightly, I know, and, and people are still waiting to get theirs. Um, but those were like $600 assemble your own packs. And those were again, another fan effort of here's the most accurate thing that we have now. Um, and, but here, here is an ultra premium item that is on the horizon that we're still working on. We want to announce it on Halloween. We'll give you guys details later. Um, but it, it was, it was very exciting to me. I mean, and, and I know that it's going to be very super expensive and this is going to be one of those things that are Elon Musk, uh, collectors that we always talk about that have the awesome rooms that have Bill Murray himself, uh, behind glass, you know, as a, a collectible, it's probably going to be for those particular collectors. I thought it was awesome. I was super proud that it was Sean and Vin uh, because those guys have been around in the community for such a long time. And, and both of them, when I moved out to Los Angeles, uh, were, were super hospitable and, and welcomed me with open arms. Yep. And, and I, I, I love and adore those guys. 
Speaking uh, back to that point of paying some dues to get to a place. Yes. Oh, my goodness. In terms of props and all that, these guys have definitely put in some legwork on it. I mean, Sean, Sean was one of those guys that was there before Bill's board. You know, uh, he and Norm and, and a bunch of people were still trying to figure out all of the parts and, and yeah. create their own. And, and Sean's got these great photos of him from back in the day where he created what what he could do when he was in high school uh, with the materials that he had on hand. And so, yeah, pay, definitely paying their dues. And again, uh, both of these guys, uh, well, actually, I don't think Vince is, but Sean is uh, in the entertainment industry and a storyboard artist and a voice artist and and no no stranger to uh creating uh awesome things and and all of the work that has to go into them so anyway uh, i i thought this was exciting news it's probably something that i will never be able to afford uh so i i blasted that out to everybody and and thought man for the people that have the liquid income adam i'm looking at you who bids on everything that's ever in the pop store <laughs> london um I, I thought this is a, a great opportunity. Little did I know that there has been a crazy amount of backlash about this, Chris. This is something that, uh, and in fact, when you say when you uh, don't want to turn your computer back on or check your smartphone uh, on social media, yeah, I I logged in and and didn't expect uh, what has happened here. I guess it's two parts jealousy, one part. Um, people who are upset because they just they just purchased the Inovos uh, pack that they have to assemble themselves. So they're wondering how this is any different and why, you know, the, the old Apple argument, well, you just released the, uh, the iPhone 8. Why are you releasing the iPhone 10 two months later? I can't believe it. I just bought this one for $800 and here comes another one that's even better and it's going to cost more money. I... I I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't quite know what to make of it. And, I, and and to be quite honest, if it sounds like I'm skirting around the issue, I don't quite understand the backlash either. I, I'm not quite sure where this, this negativity is coming from. Um, so I, I, I'm curious, do you have a perspective on this, Chris? Do you know why people are upset about this? Yeah, but it's the grumpy one that I always have. So I don't know that anybody, <laughs> <laughs> I think most people can guess it. It'll be a wash of different things. Yeah. Uh, there will always be people within the prop community that dislike, distrust, are mad about anything that formalizes the stuff that they've been making. Because um, what it's always amounted to is, um, here's the pro- pack I made. It's not up to our snuff. Yeah. Here's the spirit pack. It's pretty good. Well, isn't that a cheap little toy? Uh, here's this Novos pack. Oh, where did they get their parts? Right. Like, and then it's like, well, here's this, you know, perfect $3,000, whatever it's going to be replica. And they go, mm. it's like, really? <laughs> well, so and, all and it I know seems people to amount pour to their heart and soul into these packs. So maybe that's it because it, they take personal it, ownership over it. That's what it is. Like that's, it, and uh, like I said, I understand that part, but the reaction, I don't, I understand the pride. I don't mm. understand this you know, this territory, given how much they put into segmenting uh, people and their packs, I don't know why they get so weird about it. If, cause <laughs> a, the public can't tell them apart. Sorry. <laughs> like yeah. I've seen the spirit pack wandering around. The public can't tell the difference. Yeah, everybody they thinks think it's, it's awesome. They're like, oh, they think great. it's on par and yeah. as cool as, the regular packs, they just can't tell the difference. So guess what? Somebody who made their home pack that's not up to your snuff and your pack that you put a lot of time in, and they have, 
let don't get us wrong. We've talked about it before. Sometimes these packs are not just the work that went into the one pack, but f- two, three, four, five iterations. Do you know what I mean? Like they're always learning and improving and all this sort of thing. So that pack is not just one pack's worth of work. It is years and multiple packs worth of work. Then you have people wearing a spirit pack and you have these. um, And if nobody can tell the difference, then yours isn't, I guess in theory it shouldn't be threatened, but I guess what they feel like is for the longest time they were the cool kids on the block because they put the work in and now some guy can shortcut it. Ah, I wonder if that's okay. That makes sense. Cause I mean, as you were talking about that, I'm thinking, yeah. And even in writing the Ecto manual, I I realized that too. It was just years and years of all of these people's hard work, the collective hive mind building this stuff. Maybe they're upset because, well, here it is. This is the the ultimate shortcut. This is the, the, what we should have done from, day yeah. one here's access to the actual prop um but but that was never available to us that was always the pipe dream Ever. that i mean from from day one when i logged into america online the very first thing that i wanted to know is where can i buy a proton pack that's what ever everybody you go to ghostbusters fans there's a pinned thread on the forum where can i buy or rent a proton pack because that's everybody goes looking for it everybody wants to know yeah, and and so I think it's natural that now here is some place that is offering that as a service, and that's not to say because I know that throwing chicken has amazing uh, uh, kits, and actually a lot of people have amazing kits now at this point. Yeah. Uh, uh, ben Kent and all all these guys, they have amazing uh, things that they have sculpted and they've hand done, and they are works of art, and they're lovely. I love each and every one because they have different characteristics too, which is f- fantastic. Yeah. So I I understand why that might cause a little hostility, but at the same time, those packs still exist. Your pack is still there. And that's, if you have built the video game accurate pack, this is not diminishing or diluting that at all. You're still going to be awesome, man. Like you still have that thing that vents. Exactly. Well, that's just it. Um, There is a class of pack where people have put in more work than the Anovos pack will have. Because remember, the 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 movie hero pack never played music never vented steam do you know what i mean like it's <laughs> yeah. going to reach what is a 10 years ago point w- with the prop community right it, it's a light pack is what it is uh, which was the first gen remember that was the first generation thing right the well, no, sorry second generation first wave was make a you know an accurate looking pack Second wave was getting lights into it. Third wave was getting sound into sound, it. Sound, and now you've got, yeah, the e-cig venting and things like that. Exactly. But- so, so there are a bunch of people that their packs are already superlative to the, the, the what this pack's going to be in many ways. And what I find is, is I, I'm curious as to the people who are grumbling about it, if they're the part of the group that it, they have a light pack too, but I don't know, some part of them is like... I don't want to. I don't want to improve this one. Like, but now there's this other one that's come uh, along that's quote yeah. unquote more accurate. Because what I find is a lot of people. This is if they love what they've done and what they're doing. This is an opportunity. This is an excuse to do what they were kind of thinking about anyways, which was do another step. So if you've only got a light and sound, you know, a light pack, time to put sound or get the smoke in there or, you know. Um, for a pro- I'm not a prop guy, but I I do tend to watch th- these innovations as they come along, and I know it's been going on for a while. But one of the biggest steps up is when 
uh, somebody uh, did the uh, the metallic paint undercoat so that you could yeah. scratch it up and it looked like worn metal and all that. like things like that. Like if your pack's too clean, maybe it's time to you know strip it down a bit, mask it off, and you know maybe try your hand at a painting Some technique weathering. or something. Yeah, right? yeah. And and here's and the other thing is is what people have missed is these guys have made this pack. They've gotten access to measurements. All that's going to come out. All that's going to feed into the community eventually. One way or another, those measurements and details will find their way into the, the prop building world. So even if you didn't buy it off of Novos, it'll make its way. Yeah, into you'll still have that reference point And yeah, <laughs> it's like, I hate to break it to you. We're all gonna get old. We're gonna die, <laughs> and then a generations of kids are gonna make a pack that can actually emit a harmless like stream of light yeah, energy. Okay, a like graphic. We're uh, not. We're we're always gonna get left behind. I know Norm Gagnon is somewhere's. Uh, uh, I presume proud of what he kicked off, but let's be fair. His first wave was wooden blocks okay <laughs> and, like yeah in film canisters and a whiteout uh, bottle and he got lapped yeah so hard several times not in a bad way it's just it's called evolution and this yeah. is what spurs evolution is change and improvement so people who are like i guess if some of it's jealousy that's guess what that's a personality fault sure. that, that's gonna that's on you not you're much gonna you have to do deal with that kids yeah. sorry if it's you're kind of upset that you put all this work in, don't be. Nothing should stop you from being proud of the pack you made and showing it off. Because guess what? Again, you will run into somebody who who's the general public. They'll love it. They'll appreciate it. Sure. They absolutely yeah. will. You run into other propers, they'll want to compare notes. And they'll appreciate what you've done, too. Because every time I see people who build packs, they're all looking at one another's packs. And, oh, how did you do this? And how da 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 and I guarantee you, at the end of the day, some guy who has a $3,000 pack, he still can't not be impressed with that you've accomplished the same thing, but you did it by hand. Yeah. They bought it off the shelf. Anybody who buys something off the shelf, they just wanted it and they had the money. You, can, you can't complain about that. If they can afford it, there's a market. But even they will, will have to acknowledge that you made your own thing, right? Like yeah. that's... And they, take take pride you, in the fact you, that you did yeah. do that by hand. You scratch built that yourself. Um, you did yeah. what they could not or did not have the time to do. So because they had the money, they just shortcutted it because, hey, we all want a proton pack if we can get it. And that was how they got it. So yeah. I don't know. It's just, Well, it's, it's funny. I just I had this overwhelming sense of deja vu. And I realized because we had almost the exact same conversation when that Spirit of Halloween pack came out. Yeah. And, and there was... Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's cool. It's like a $70 Halloween kit and it's a lot better than that inflatable piece of junk. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and we had a very similar conversation that there were people that were upset that it wasn't accurate and the scale was off. And, but look at the, the, the folks that have purchased that and have enhanced it. They've put it on an Alice, uh, uh, frame. Um, they've put their own, like they've added the Maddie collector, uh, uh proton thrower onto it to yeah. make it, up to scale and you know that's kind of uh, to me that's kind of the fun like uh you know when the Anovos kit started shipping and people were receiving them they were saying well the clippered valve doesn't say clippered which 
obviously it makes sense because they're selling this commercial product and Clippert is still a company in existence. They can't sell something with their logo on it without paying them money. So they probably screwed around that. But you know what a lot of people did? They just printed out the Clippert labels and they put it on there. <laughs> exactly. Um, to the air. Again, going back to Norm Gagnon putting uh, cut pieces of two by four together to the era where half the prop building community has a low to mid end 3D printer in their right. den and you they're can printing 3D off print their whatever parts. you need. I mean, so <laughs> the innovation is, is astounding. And, and so. And uh, the future fans are going to mock you for that printer because they yeah. don't think it's cool. They have replicators. <laughs> <laughs> Every particle was assembled through my replicator. Hang on, um, I'm a little worked up. I need a, I need a, I need a Halloween kiss. Oh yeah, hit the, hit the Halloween kisses, and, oh. and I'll, I'll put a cap on this because I I saw that video <laughs> and I thought, oh my god, son of a bitch, you guys did it! Like you are finally going to be selling a fully assembled pack. Good for you guys. Uh, we can now answer the age-old question from 1994. Can I buy a screen-accurate proton pack? And the answer is yes. If the price is right. <laughs> yeah, in theory. So, you know, I, I I was excited about it. I can't believe that there was backlash for it. I hope that it's not going to affect anything um, because I hope that this can still go through and I hope that the people that are excited about it and have the means to purchase it can still do so. Uh, and, and I really want to, we don't know any details on it. I mean, the video was, uh, it's, it's, it's the two guys showing off the parts. They've got the, uh, the, the fiberglass, uh, mold in front of them and, and they're sort of showing you the progress and we don't know any of the details. We don't know nope. price. We don't know shipping. We don't, all of that stuff is still yet to come why not get all the details before you're enraged, I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. So, uh, or just rate. life's too short. Like just relax. Yeah. Life's too <laughs> just, short. Is your complaining going to change the fact that it's happening? No, no. So maybe really conserve isn't. that energy. Yeah. So, uh, so at any rate, so, uh, for, for this episode, we have now gotten through two topics. Uh, I want to save Ooh. everything else. because <laughs> uh, Do you know like- why we only, do you know why we only got through two? Why? Because I have a bowl of Halloween candy. Uh, I'm so jacked up on sugar right now. Don't mess with me. I'm hyped up on Mountain Dew. (laughs) Uh, So I I do want to save the rest of our discussion points for next week, but I do want to remind people that uh, TMNT Ghostbusters, uh, the sequel, the first issue is out on shelves. It came out this past Wednesday. Go pick it up. And it's great. It's so much fun. I read Answer the Call, number one. I, I stay true to my word and I read it the minute that we finished recording last week and it is also and great. it's great I love I love the redesigned trap in that I want to build one of those speaking of pro uh, of packs and proton packs and all that stuff um, so uh, yes please go support the IDW folks they're doing really great work out there uh, and we will talk about that next week as well as all of the other news items that we did not get to don't this wait week. another minute pick up your phone and call the professionals go, 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 go stoppers. stoppers i'm sorry we'll do it again we want to hear from you leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742 that's 4702-GBHQIC we also have a facebook page and twitter accounts Print is dead. no kidding just give me the address Search Facebook for Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossfit. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just wanna get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray.
All right, Chris. So uh, you are hyped up on yeah. your candy, your Halloween. I, all, I, I, I Did you save some for Thomas? Does your son have some of the candy? Or oh, did you this just... is the leftovers from the door. He's got okay. his own bag. All right. So. He's got his own stash. Okay, excellent. I was worried there that dad was uh, eating all the candy. No, no, okay, no. Good. Uh, it hasn't even seen. Mom had a look. Mom made off with a couple of uh, candies <laughs> from his bag. I haven't from the even seen what he got yet. <laughs> Uh, what I loved, what I loved though, is he. Where did we get? It? Oh, Party City was selling plastic bags for trick or treating, um, and they had you know candy slash Halloween theme graphics all around it. Yeah. But it was printed on clear plastic, and they left uh, a, a, a vertical uh, meter left oh, like clear and it was the candy meter so you could look at the side of your bag and see how high the candy had risen in it it was, I was your like, capacity uh that's pretty good i was the best uh actually that's the, better than the the old pillowcase trick because then you can actually see yeah. your stash and you so know just good. how much you're okay that's a good progress meter um well uh so while you're writing the sugar high what uh, what do you got in terms of final thoughts this week final thoughts can i put six popeye candy sticks in my mouth at once oh no are you doing it live on the air yeah I'm doing it live. Oh, oh god this is i probably could have did more I, so I'm in the back yes. I'm gonna... <laughs> i just gotta chew it up to the point where i can actually talk again Oh no! Well, so for for anybody yes. that has that phobia of uh, chewing sounds, or uh, sorry, we have we have lost our audience. I'll leave back. I'll leave back. <laughs> um. uh, well, the answer to Chris's question is apparently yes. Yes, he can do it. Nah. Uh, so <laughs> I have I have no um. Yeah, I don't really have one. Uh, I don't know that it's on there. Uh, or maybe it's on there, but. I talked a bit about the lead up to now has been, well, it was a busy couple of weeks getting to Halloween and uh, I'm a little burnt out. Yeah. I mean, this is the, we're on the tail end of, of Halloween and if there's that little bit of letdown, it's the post holiday. Now what, what do, what do we do? And you had a whole bunch of stuff in addition to Halloween uh, on top of that, you know, uh, yeah, new new office digs and a whole bunch of other things. So yeah, I can, so, I can there understand. was a lot going on. So that Sorry. that candy will fuel you. That will get you <laughs> through the holidays now. No, that that was emergency sugar to get me up the stairs. Otherwise, I'm trapped down here for the night. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to curl up under the oh, no. studio table and sleep. All right, um, well, uh, people we'll, up north, we'll talk, check we'll in, talk, with Chris. Yeah. Huh? We'll talk more about it uh, next week, but it'll come up with the Stranger Things talk and all that. But they Netflix. The one thing I think we should talk about now because it gives people a chance to watch if they weren't aware of it, is they put the Netflix Stranger Things after show. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched any there. of those. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen any of Stranger Things 2 yet, so I haven't seen either. Well, yeah. Why would you watch but, the after um, show? Yeah. But I found out about it when some people... Um, there's an episode that the Duffer brothers are on. Possibly they're on all of them. I don't know. But there's one in particular where they talk a bit about the Kenner toys and all that, and people were linking us to it because we had been talking about uh, Kenner toys apparently um, there's something there's something they talked about that apparently is in sync with Whoa. them so now I gotta find out what okay well we yeah we'll, we'll add that on to our Stranger Things conversation yeah. next week then we'll, we'll just do a full on Stranger Things <laughs> episode I think that's that's appropriate <laughs> what am I talking about how am I gonna get through it too serious by next week uh, what oh, have I done oh no well, uh, you guys Better can watch now. watch it with Chris. 
Uh, and I gotta, I gotta go upstairs and start watching it now. I need some more candy. All right, so that's that's everybody else's homework. Uh, watch Stranger Things season two so that you can join us for our conversation next week. Also, I have uh, goods to give away, so keep an eye on the uh, Crossrip Twitter feed because we're gonna start running a couple of contests. I've got this great uh, uh, loot crate, uh, Stay Puffed, and I also have a couple copies of the Ectomobile manual finally that I can give away too. So we're gonna start running some contests and and ways for you to interact and, and win some stuff. So check out uh, at the Crossrip on Twitter because that's where we're gonna run those. And uh, yeah, until next week, everybody. See you on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net. Hey, you're gonna be one of my two favorite shows. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Bassmasters. It's a fishing show. Everything you're doing is bad. You truly scare me. I want you to love it. Next week, though, Hairless Pets. Weird.